season we celebrate your birth we celebrate who you are and sometimes we can get caught up in the things that we're doing that we forget about you and this is what worship does it reminds us and at the same time puts us into a place and a posture of being in your presence it is all about your spirit and your presence and may we never take that for granted that you're always available so thank you for your spirit thank you for leading us and we do pray for our night together whether here in person or online that we get to learn from you we get to hear from you thank you for filling us afresh with your spirit and sometimes we don't know what we need but you do so we're trusting in you that you're going to provide in a way that only you can whether it's spiritually emotionally mentally it could be practically in the sense of providing finances or resources and maybe we're in a place of not knowing or uncertainty and you're going to provide the faith you're going to provide the way out this is just who you are you're that kind of god and you're that kind of father so we trust in you we give out of our finances we tithe we give our offerings and when we do that what we're saying is that we trust you with providing because you're faithful you you have never let us down we can never outgive you so as we give to you tonight as we pray over our giving that you would use it to further your kingdom so that more people can come to know you as lord and savior this is why we get to do what we do it's not just for us but it's also so that we can be disciples that make disciples who will reach people for you speak that to us lord empower us so that when we leave here tonight we leave here different strengthened with vision and empowered by your spirit to reach people who are far from you. So we thank you for this time. We pray all of these things in Jesus' name. And we all said together, amen, amen. That's so good. God is a good God. I'm so glad we get to worship him together before you see to tell someone Merry Christmas or good evening. And we welcome all of you who are online also that we get to be a part of something great that God is doing. And then you may have a seat. say thank you to our worship team and always leading us into the throne room of God thank you so much thank you thank you thank you and if this is your first time to our Wednesday night we call it equip and disciple because this is where we get equipped from the word of God and of course his presence but this is where we also can be discipled in other words we're learning from God and then we get to apply it into the world so if this is your first time, we want to welcome you. Any of you traveling, we want to say welcome to the island, welcome to the state. You came at the right time. The volcano is going off. But at the same time, you know, we are praying for those who are under some, um, they're anxious and the unknown, right, of what's going to happen. And so we, we lift up those families and, and even the children that might be going through 
um, some trauma because this is a real thing that's happening for some of them, like in Mountain View area, or it looks like their backyard. And for some children, this is, it can be pretty scary. So we, we understand God's creation. We also understand that we live on a volcano, but we also understand that we can be sensitive to families that might be going through some difficulties at the same time. Uh, but if, if, this, if you've been here before and you are a, a tender and you've been here and you're a part of the church, then you know that when we preach the word of God that it's all about his spirit. And tonight we get to hear from Pastor Ben Urbanozo, who's going to talk to us a little bit about having peace on earth. So can we welcome up Pastor Ben as he shares with us tonight? Thank you, Pastor Sheldon. Woo! How's that, huh? Everybody was putting up Christmas lights, and then God was like, I got better Christmas light. Watch, Manoloa, boom! <clears throat> but, you know, uh, I think, you know, the reality is, uh, I don't know about you, but ever since, what was it, Monday? Everybody's been getting text messages. Our, our social media has been flooded with, with everything that's been going on. And um, I don't know about you, but although we're entering the Christmas season, it doesn't mean it's going to be a stressless season. I mean, from the busyness of the holidays and all that that already encompasses to the struggles of life that some of us are going through already. I mean, really, how can we discover peace on earth? Because I don't know about you, but I'm gonna be, I want to be honest with you guys. Like, I was struggling just this past week. I mean, we had a busy Thanksgiving week. We had worship night. It was awesome. Then we had Thanksgiving, and then we had, uh, me and Katie had some events. And then we had Sunday, and it was like, it's just busy, busy, busy. Then we have our family, our, our five kids. That's already sometimes struggling. <sighs> and then you have everything else going on. And, and, and then all of a sudden, Monday morning, we get text message, okay, the volcano, the Mauna Loa is erupting, and I'm like, oh no, what's going on? Because like Pastor Sheldon said, if you were here a couple of years ago, there was also another volcano erupting. And you're like, okay, what's going on? And then I was starting to work on the message, and I'm going to be very honest with you. I was praying, I was asking the Lord, okay, Lord, what do you want me to speak on Wednesday night? And I got Nothing. Nothing. All the way till today at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, I'm going, Lord, please give me something because I don't know what to talk about. And he said, just talk about what you're going through right now. The stress that you're going through, struggles that you're having, all that. And I realized that as I'm entering this season of Christmas, if I'm not careful, I'm going to miss out on what Christmas is all about. But more importantly, I'm going to miss out on having peace in my life. I don't know about you, but do you want peace in your life? Yeah? Look to the person next to you and say, I want peace. And the other person, look at, look at them and go, peace then. <clears throat> but that's not what we're talking about today, tonight. You see, the truth is, we don't want to just survive the season. We want to experience the goodness of God and the wonders of this season including peace on earth and in our lives. We want to witness Jesus not only being our Lord and Savior, but also our wonderful counselor, our mighty God, and definitely Prince of Peace. And so tonight, we're going to learn from the Apostle Paul on how we can experience peace on earth, not just for this season, but in every season 
of our lives. And so if you're taking notes, you can follow along on our app. There's a section where it has our scriptures and places where you can take notes. But the first scripture I want to bring to you guys tonight is this. It's found in Philippians 4, 6 to 7. And it says this. Do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. See, the truth is, we can have peace on earth. And it starts with Jesus. So the first thing is this. When it comes, if you want to experience peace on earth, then we have to be willing to pray about everything. Pray about everything that's going on in your lives. Now, I haven't shared this before, but some of you guys know that uh, a couple months ago, Katie and I started a side venture where we're doing a food pop-up. And so it's been awesome. We see you guys sometimes wherever we're at. And one time, though, we were getting ready to do an event in downtown Hilo. And as we're getting ready for this event, uh, I, was, I was told that um, I was asked to speak on Sunday. And so I was trying to work on my message for Sunday. At the same time, it's Friday, so I'm trying to get ready for this event on Friday night. But I'm trying to work on my message. And just letting you know, if you, if you know anything about, if you do a small business, you know how crazy it is to run a small business. And so I'm telling Katie, Katie, you got to order the food. You got to do all these things. Da, 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 da. I'm telling you all this stuff. I got to work. I got to stay home and work on the message. And so she does. She's getting everything ready. And so I'm working at home. And I'm trying my best to, to work and go, Lord, speak to me. What do you want me to speak to the people? What is it that you want? And then I'm getting text message from Katie going, okay, well, we have to pick up this. We have to do this. I'm like, okay, golden, because I'm working on the message. Like, I'm busy right now. And so, and so she's like, okay, okay, I'll do it, I'll do it. And then, and then it comes to the point where, okay, I have to get ready. We have to, I have to get ready so I can go down and do the event. And so I get ready, and I jump into my, I jump into my car. I'm driving down to meet Katie, and she calls me and says, we, had a, we have a hiccup. I accidentally, we, we, we had bought a trailer for our business, and so she said, the trailer came off the hitch. I'm going to be honest with you, as soon as, she, as soon as she said that, I stopped listening. Because I was like, huh? Wait, what? And so, and so I'm driving, I'm like, okay, and she, no, but it's okay, I, I, I put on the side of the road, and I put it into the neighbor's house, and the neighbor's trying to fix it, the chains held it, but the thing came off, and I'm like, again, I didn't hear any of it, all I'm going is, okay, Lord, Lord, Jesus, Jesus, I need you right now, because I don't want to scream on the phone, just tell me, so I'm like, okay, Katie, it's okay, we'll be fine, we'll go down, and so I, I meet her where the trailer's at, and we picked up everything for this event. We had 30-something pounds of hamburger meat. We had all these things. And so I'm there, finally, I meet, I meet up with Katie in the trailer, and the neighbor's trying to fix it, uh, fix the lights and all that. And then I'm thinking, okay, we can get it fixed, we can go down, we're good. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, rain. Not, not just, tick, 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 boom, like all of a sudden, What's going on? Like, is a monsoon, monsoon happening right now? Like, what happened here? I know I live in Hilo, but all, all of a sudden, rain. And I'm just standing there in the rain, drenched, going, God, what are you trying to say? 
And so, and then Katie can, Katie, because she's my awesome wife, she knows my frustration. She's like, I know you're frustrated. And I'm like, yeah. And, I, I, and all of a sudden, I'm praying. And in that moment, I'm praying, Lord, what do I do? What do I do? I'm so frustrated. I don't know what to do. This happened, this happened. I'm trying to do this, trying to do that. And all of a sudden, I hear the Lord say, it'll be fine. But Lord, we already spent money for this thing. We bought all the meat. We bought all the stuff. It'll be fine. Because the next day, we had another event. The thing was, this next event, I wasn't sure how well it was going to do because it was in Honoka. Finally, I came to the realization. After praying with the Lord, I said, okay, I'm going to breathe. I looked at Katie and said, it's fine. We'll just take the meat to Honoka tomorrow. We'll probably come back with all of it anyway. I'm going to go home. I'm going to finish the message. It'll be fine. We got the trailer fixed. It'll be fine. So I went home, worked on the message. I put everything away. The next morning, we're driving out to Honoka, and I'm praying. And it's funny because I'm like, you know, Lord, if it's your will, you do whatever you want. Because what happened yesterday, I'm pretty sure you were speaking loud and clear to me. And I want to pray right now. And me and Katie prayed. I was like, Lord, we just want to serve you the best we can. Holy moly, we went to that event in Honoka, and we sold out. Everything was gone. And it was so funny because I looked at Katie and I told her, that's how great our God is. All we had to do was pray. Pray in everything. Pray when the trailer broke. Pray when it started raining. Pray when I was just losing my mind. Pray. And there's a reason why it says in 1 Thessalonians 5.17, never stop praying. Never stop praying. You know, it's interesting is when Paul writes to never stop praying, he's actually demonstrating the importance of inviting Jesus into our lives intentionally with prayer. In every situation, prayer is important. Prayer is not just reading off a menu and saying, hey, God, I want this, 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 this. Can I get an extra large serving of that? And we're good. But I'm going to be honest, there's a lot of times where I mistake prayer for that. That I think that's what prayer is. That I just tell God all the things I need and I just be okay. You got it, Lord. You got it, Lord, right? You, you, we're good. But that's not what prayer is. Rather, prayer is a conversation that we have with our Creator and God in every moment of our lives. Jesus said it in Matthew 7 Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receive, and he who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. You see, to experience the fullness of God in every circumstance, we must first start with opening the lines of communication with prayer. Can I ask you a question? When was the last time you had an intimate prayer with the Lord? Not just, Lord, bless this food. See, the way I look at it is, if all I do is pray when I want him to bless my food, then I'm only inviting him over for, for dinner or for lunch. But in every moment of my life, when I pray, I'm inviting Jesus into my life, into my situation, into my circumstance, whether it's good 
or not. See, Jesus isn't only wanting to be invited in those moments, but he wants to be in, he wants to be invited in times of weeping and rejoicing. See, prayer can be our praise unto God for what is good for the good things that's happening, and prayer can also be our desperate cries to the Lord in times of need. See, there's such an importance when it comes to prayer because believe it or not, prayer is not about us. It's about him. Prayer, has, prayer is about us aligning ourselves in a way that we say, Lord, I want to spend time with you right now and I want to present everything that's going on, but I also want to listen. I want to hear what you're saying. I want to spend, spend time talking with you. You ever have a conversation where it's only one-sided and you're not the one talking? Don't you want to walk away? In the same way, that's, that's what... God wants with us. He doesn't want it to be one way. He wants it to be two ways. He wants us to stay in that conversation in prayer. And what's so amazing is that when we pray, we see the goodness of God. I remember hearing this story where there's a pastor, and uh, and uh, there's some. He was walking in the mall, and and a, a couple came up to him, and and they said, "Hey, pastor, pastor, can you can you pray for for my son? My son's not feeling good." And so the pastor said, "Okay, sure." And, uh, I'll pray for him right now. Lord, just bring healing upon so-and-so. We trust in you. We believe in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. But you know what's crazy is that the couple looked at him and was like, that's all? That's all you're going to say? Like, I asked for a prayer. And all you did was something so simple and so, so, uh, not, not so long-worded and all that. And the pastor looked at him and said, because prayer is not about my words that I'm saying. Prayer is about me petitioning to God. And if you allow God to step into everything that's going on into your life, you don't need long prayers. Because what you'll realize all you need is Jesus. See, prayer, prayer is where we get to start and when we pray and we invite him into our presence, when we, when we, when we allow us, ourselves to step into his, that's when we start to experience peace on earth. And when we pray, we not only invite the Prince of Peace into our lives, but we also position our hearts to focus on him. And when we can focus on him, we can do the second thing, which is give thanks. Give thanks. Philippians 4.8 it says, and now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Now you may be going, well, how can I do that? Like, give thanks? If I'm going through a hard time, how can I give thanks? Like, what does it have to do with any of that? Well, here's the thing. When we face situations where we're stressed out or things are happening in our lives and we allow our hearts to say, okay, Lord, I'm going to give thanks, we actually focus on what is good. And that's what the Bible says right there. It's to fix your thoughts on what is good. Now listen, in every situation, in every situation, God gives us moments to look to him. I don't know about you, but I'm thankful that in every situation, God is saying, I'm here. I'm here. For many of us, we went through these last few years and we experienced some hard trials and, 
and times and and actually when we were coming out of the pandemic I remember looking back and saying man there's a lot of not so good things that happened but man there's also a lot of things that I surely want to give thanks to God for like for me I look at it as I got, I got a chance to see my two youngest children grow up and, as, and now that they're three and just knowing how much time I got to spend with them because everything else stopped I give thanks See, Paul shares in Philippians that when we choose to give thanks, our perspective on what's taking place in our lives changes. That our focus is no longer on the things that we don't have, but rather gathers our focus to what we do have. See, when we choose to give thanks, we choose to focus on Jesus. Not our circumstances that we're in, not the struggles that are pushing and pulling us, but the one who stands with us in the fire, the one that anchors us in the storm, the one that brings peace to earth. Pastor Elwin Ahu from Metro Christian Church, uh, he gave this illustration on Sunday, and he said he had a donut in his hand. And I wish I had a donut right now so I could show it and I could eat it, but I don't. <laughs> but he had a donut in his hand, and he said, Focus on the donut, not the donut hole. And it's funny, when you think about it, we've all eaten donuts, right? We all have eaten donuts. How small is that donut hole compared to the donut itself? But a lot of times when, a lot of times we'll find ourselves saying, but there's a hole in the donut. I don't know about you, but I love donuts. I don't care if get holes inside. I'm going to eat them. I'm going to enjoy that donut. And I'm going to give thanks for that donut, especially from uh, Krispy Kreme. But in the same way, that's, that's what, what Paul is saying to us, is that we have to look at what we have, not what we don't have. That should be where our gratitude and our thanksgiving comes out of. When we find ourselves going through seasons of busyness and stress and chaos, it is so easy to lose sight of all the things that we have, we should be thankful for. Right? It's so easy for us to get caught up in the busyness of the schedule, the, the, our kids and our work and family obligations and then other things going on. It's so easy to lose sight of the things that we're grateful for and we should be thankful for. And that's exactly why it's important to continuously give thanks to God for all that he has blessed us with and for the blessing that he is. Because when we choose to give thanks, our focus remains on the, on the one who is good and whose love endures forever. That's what it says in Psalms 107, verse 1. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His faithful love endures forever. Last year, I don't know if I've said this before, but man, I, last year was the hardest year of my life, losing my mom and and I'm going to be honest, man, I did, I, for a while, I had nothing, I had no reason to give thanks. Because I was so hurt, I was so broken, I was like, man, I'm going through all this stuff. And then, I realized something. I had a reason to give thanks. That even though I lost my mom, even though it was the hardest thing I've gone through in my life so far, I had a reason to give thanks. And the reason, the reason why I had to give thanks, even in all that pain and all that, is one simple thing, she knew Jesus. to the point where 
I knew that I knew that she was up there. She's with Jesus, dancing on streets of gold. And I could give thanks in the fact that she was no longer here in pain, suffering, complaining to me that she old enough to go home, because she was. See, it's, it's when we give thanks and we focus on all the good things that that gives us peace because I had peace knowing that, Mom, you're good. You're way better off than I am. You're good. And the last thing is this. If you want to experience peace on earth, we got to give it to God. we got to give it to God. 1 Peter 5, 7 says it like this. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. I remember, I remember this one time, um, we're unloading the trailer for our food pop-up. And so we have coolers that are filled with ice and filled with the stuff in it. And so Katie's like, um, I'm about to grab the big one. And she's like, don't you grab that by yourself? It's so heavy. Now I'm going to be honest. Pride came in. I was like, I'm a man. I'm young-ish. And so I grabbed it. And I went, ow! And as soon as I said, ow, wives, you know, yeah? As soon as your husband makes that noise, what happened? What happened? What happened? What happened? What happened? Did you pick up the thing? Did you pick up the stuff? No. It's just on the ground for some reason. Oh, she's like, you picked it up by yourself. I'm like, well, yeah, because he was over there taking a long time. So I tried to grab him and nah. She's like, you Lolo. You dummy. You know that thing is heavy, right? Yes, I know that thing is heavy. My back is right now telling me it's heavy and the pain that's going on in my back. And it was so funny because she, she looked at me, she said, you didn't have to carry that all by yourself. I would have helped you. It's a really, really common thread when it comes to my life. Because when I think about the hardships and struggles and stress that I would normally go through, I try to carry it all my own, on my own. I think a lot of times we do that too. And here's the thing. When we choose to carry it all on our, all on our own selves, over time, that weight that we carry ends up becoming so heavy that it ends up hurting us far more. And the worst part about it was because it was never ours to carry in the first place. See, when Paul writes to present our requests in Philippians 4, he's actually talking about leaving the weight of our situation and circumstances with Jesus. See, we can pray. We can give thanks. But if we don't surrender it all to God, we will never experience the peace of God. Because instead, we will run the risk of becoming more broken pieces. Matthew eleven twenty eight to 30. It says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Can I say this to us tonight, even those who are watching online? I think for many of us, there's a weight that 
that we're carrying that God is saying it was never for you to carry on your own. And as best as we're trying to find peace, no matter how much we try to pray or, or we do prayer, no matter how many times we give thanks to God, unless we give it to God, we're never going to fully experience the peace that Christ has for us. He's saying, you don't have to carry it. He doesn't want us to carry it. We will never experience the fullness. We will never experience the fullness of the peace that Christ has for us until we surrender every piece of our heart, soul, mind, and lives to Jesus. In every situation, in every season, Jesus is calling us to surrender the weight, the burdens, the worries, and the anxieties unto him. Why? Because he knows exactly where to put it. On that cross. And maybe you're here tonight, and maybe you're watching, and you're like, but I, I, I want to experience peace, but everything that I'm going through or everything I've gone through, all the baggage, all the weight, all the burdens, all the anxieties, all the worries, all the stress, everything. It's too much. How, how, can, he, how, how can I surrender it to Jesus? Well, if he carries the weight of the world upon his shoulders, sister that 
witness the reason for all of it. Let us witness our Prince of Peace and bring peace into our lives and into this world. And as we encounter situations and circumstances, whether good or not so good, we can experience peace by praying in every situation, giving thanks no matter what, and giving it all to God. Amen. Would you bow your heads as we pray this evening? Lord, as we enter into this season, Lord, for some of us, we're already going through seasons of life that have been hard, rough. We've been going through circumstances and situations. We've been feeling stressed out, burnt out, whatever it may be. And it's left us without peace in our hearts and in our lives. But you came to this world to bring peace to each and every one of us. It's something that we can realize authentically in you. And so, Lord, I pray, we pray, Lord, help us to to continuously be in conversation with you through our prayers. That in every situation, we would pray to you not to, just li- not to just list our wants and needs, but also to be still and listen to your voice as you speak. Lord, we also pray that help us to have a heart, an attitude that continuously gives thanks. That we wouldn't look at the donut hole, but that we would see the donut, all the things that you've blessed us with and the greatest blessing that you are so that no matter what may be going on, we can have a heart that continuously gives thanks. And Lord, there may be some of us here that we're carrying weights that we were never meant to carry at all. Maybe it's left us with sore backs, but more importantly, sore hearts, bruised souls, broken lives. And you're saying, just give it all to you because you can carry the weight of it all. You already have. You did it on the cross. So Lord, as we do all these things, we continue to look to you, our Prince of Peace. And we thank you for being our peace on this earth. We love you, Lord. We thank you. And we pray this all in Jesus' name. And we all said, amen. Amen. Go and live in peace. Not just this season, but every season. We'll see you guys Sunday, 7, 8, 30, and 10. Don't forget, we also have our Christmas craft fair. But don't forget also to invite your family and friends. We love you guys. Have a great one. Merry Christmas, and God bless. Aloha.